The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, it was one of the most highly anticipated MMA fights in recent memory. Conor McGregor was taking on uh, Cowboy Cerrone. It ended in rather dramatic fashion on uh, Saturday evening and, and fairly quickly as well with Conor McGregor coming out on top. But the lessons learned from the fight for one Edmonton woman, the experience, uh, you know, is just going to last uh, a lifetime. Uh, sh- Shara Vijant, I've known you for 20 years and I still mess up your name. It's amazing. Um, of SVPT has been working with Cowboy as his strength and conditioning coach for the past year or so. She joins us in studio. Shara, hi, welcome back. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a whirlwind for you. You've been down, you'd been down at Cowboy's Ranch for months working with him. I know there was a lot of excitement. There was a lot of anticipation about that fight on Saturday night and uh, 40 seconds in, it came to an end. Yeah. We didn't yeah. plan for that. <laughs> yeah. We, that was not supposed to happen, but um, the work was put in, and MMA is the type of sport where anything can happen, unfortunately. Um, sometimes it doesn't go your way, but he's taught me a lot about, about losing, um, that it's just a sporting event. The great thing about Cowboy is he's got so many other things outside of, M- of MMA. He's going to go home and go sledding and ride his horses and go mountain biking, and he just... He just lives, like he says, he lives a life worth living. MMA doesn't define who he is. Yeah. What did he tell you? You had 24, we had 24 hours to pout? Yeah. He did say pout, but yeah, 24 (laughs) hours to hang our heads after that, you know, onwards and upwards because it is just a sporting event. And and actually, he he learned that from his grandma and his Mm. grandma is an amazing woman. You know, now she's taught him how to hold his head high in the the daylight. Now it's about holding your head high in the moonlight. Yeah. And a a beautiful picture of the two of them. I think it was either taken just before the fight or just after the fight and he he was uh, had some wonderful words for for his grandmother as well now um i, I want to get back to that for a second but for those of us listening now you know you're uh, you're an alberta girl mm-hmm. you're a northern alberta girl northern bc northern um, bc northern bc but i've lived in edmonton for 25 years you've now been, you've called edmonton home for for a long time and 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 i think your your story your journey into where you are <laughs> now is is very interesting because um a about, I'm guessing 15, 16 years ago now, um, you were, I think you were, you were a lawyer. You were going through law. That's what you were doing. I was, I was, I was a legal assistant working towards getting my law degree. I was trying to get into law school, um, did seven years in university to get into law school and then decided that, yeah, nah, change of mind. (laughs) You're going to change my mind. And and, and things changed. You, um, you got into fitness, you got into bodybuilding, you did a number of uh, different competitions. I think you competed, what, three or four? Three Three times. times. You competed three times. And you learned a lot about yourself Mm -hmm. over those three times, like I think a lot of people do. Um, Maybe just not how healthy the whole business is. For sure. Taking a look back, um, going from, you know, those bodybuilding days into becoming a personal trainer, you know, what was it? I mean, you realized at that time that what you were doing to your body wasn't necessarily healthy, but you wanted to become a, a personal trainer. So how did you bridge that? What was well, what was your thinking there? I wanted to help people become better versions of themselves for sure, but I knew there was a better way to go about it. And I knew bodybuilding wasn't the way because I was so unhealthy. Developed an eating disorder, had to come back from that, 
body image issues. So um, I just started studying more about how to go about it in a more healthier way Mm -hmm. and started training people that way um, and then got more involved in athletics and then teaching people that we're all some type of athlete on the inside and just teaching people how to bring that out. Average Joes can do athletic movements. Um, They just have to learn how to do them properly. So you don't hurt yourself. So you don't hurt yourself. (laughs) But everybody has an an athlete on the inside for sure. So when you uh, opened uh, your your gym, SVPT, it um, it, it took off. Things had, had been going very well. And then somehow you fell into, well, it kind of tied in into uh, training MMA fighters. Yeah. How did that happen? Because that wasn't your plan whatsoever. Mm, not even in the slightest. So I was renting space from someone um, at my old location, and he said he didn't want to train fighters anymore, take over the lease. So that's where SVPT started and that was 15 years ago mm-hmm. um no i've been a trainer for 15 that was 12 years ago going on my 12th year but um i said okay i'll, I'll do it i didn't want to and so i started training these guys and before i knew it i was like wow this is fun you know i knew nothing about mma but i looked um into the sport and i figured out what the demands of the sport were at the time there was not a lot of strength and conditioning knowledge out there this was 11 years ago mm-hmm. and there was not a lot out there about strength and conditioning for mma so i traveled and studied under trainers that were doing it yeah um traveled and learned from jc santana went to montreal for a month to learn from john chamberg who used to train gsp um went down to denver to learn from lauren landau so i studied and i learned and then of course along the way making a few mistakes and then once my guys started winning um I had a lot of fighters at one point. You know what, Char? I remember talking to you a few years back, and um, and it was about you being an MMA trainer, and I received mm-hmm. a text or a tweet, and I, I remember who it was from even uh, to this point, saying, why don't you get someone who knows what the hell they're talking about um, when it comes to, to, to MMA? Um, and I think this person also had to be in their bonnet that you were a woman. Yeah. Um, how have you kind of cut through all of that noise? It's, it has not been easy. Like, I'll say that right off the start. But I just didn't, I, I don't give into it because I just let my athletes speak for my work. They win. Mm-hmm. They win healthy. They win, you know, they win great. Like, and, and they keep coming back. And that should speak to me, whether I'm a woman or not, or whether I'm a, a male trainer or a female trainer, it doesn't matter. It's about what my athletes are accomplishing. Mm-hmm. So that should speak to what I know. I, and, 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 and it bugs me to bring up the fact that, that you are a woman because you, you're, you're, you're a trainer. That's, that's what it is. You're yep. a coach. But part of all of the attention is because you are uh, a woman in a fairly in a hugely male dominated yeah. world world you're you're an anomaly with yes. that but you don't see it that way you just go in and, and get it done yeah see back when i started there definitely wasn't any females in the in the industry right in strength and conditioning for mma there are now mm-hmm. there's but there's still not enough in my opinion but but yeah back then i i had doors slammed in my face i had derogatory comments made to me in the back um you know i i whatever could be happened to me happened to me mm-hmm. um I'm not gonna lie it gets you down because you just want to do your job and do it well and you you don't you just want a seat at the table 
you know, whether you're female, you just want a voice. It doesn't yeah. matter whether I'm a exactly. female or male. I just want a seat at the table. Yeah. I also don't want to be, I don't want to pull the, the girl card because I don't want to be treated special because I feel that that's hypocritical. It's like, uh, treat me as a part of the team. Oh, but I'm a girl. You know I, what I mean? I don't ever want, yeah, I agree with that. I don't ever want to be given a job or be put in a role because I'm a woman. I want to, I want to be there because I'm the best person for the job. Exactly. And uh, I've always felt that way. And uh, yeah, we've, we, I think we've always uh, felt that way uh, as well. How has it been? I mean, this this leading up to uh, Saturday's fight, all of a sudden, I mean, I, I, I couldn't turn around without seeing your face somewhere, <laughs> whether it was on TSN, whether it was in Muscle and Fitness magazine. Yeah, that was Come big. on, Shara, my gosh, we used to read these together when we were training. This is yeah. this, this was like a, a, a Bible for us, and yep. we'd look at it and go, oh, and now you're in there. Funny story about that. So when I was a kid, I used to steal my brother's Muscle and Fitness because mm-hmm. I loved the bodies in there. I yeah. always loved athletics. I loved how the physiques looked, and I loved what they were doing. And then fast forward, it's like a full circle moment here I am like I always thought when I was bodybuilding I'd be in muscle and fitness but I obviously <laughs> you know we all have those dreams but now a full circle moment instead I'm in muscle and fitness as a coach uh-huh. you know coaching a really top level athlete um, who's just a great guy and just all around just great to work for yeah and it's uh, it's it's been amazing do you do, you do anything with that do you kind of are you gonna peel that out and I don't put it on a wall oh, so you know I've got it printed and framed already <laughs> For sure. <laughs> of course you do. Shara <laughs> uh, Vijan joining me in studio, uh, the strength and conditioning coach for uh, Cowboy Cerrone. If, uh, if you watch the fight on the weekend uh, and, and you're a Cowboy fan, you're just uh, as disappointed as she is. She, I think she might be but, a whole lot more, but... But not disappointed in Cowboy. Disappointed in the ending. I'm so very proud of the work we did in this camp, and I'm always going to be proud of him. He worked his butt off for this camp because everybody focuses on how much cowboy plays mm-hmm. the guy plays but he trains just as hard yeah train hard play harder but part everything that he does in his play actually contributes to him being a really good athlete you know throwing around a snowmobile a 400 pound snowmobile on a mountain you mm-hmm. don't tell me that that doesn't involve um, yeah. anything you know that he's going to use mountain biking down a hill uh, wakeboarding all the things that we do there make him a more well-rounded athlete so while I'm disappointed in how the fight ended I'm not disappointed in the work he did because he was ready any of the uh, analysts said his conditioning was top-notch going into this fight for sure because he's known for he's known for his cardio we we're at altitude on the ranch so we're at 6800 feet mm. so it's always for me the first day i get back to the ranch it's like three days of headaches and <laughs> dealing with with the altitude um but he trains his conditioning will always be his number one priority because we believe that that's his advantage on everything because we figured Connor would get tired and Connor's known for getting tired after the second round. So that's where Cowboy's conditioning would come into play. Mm. But he training at altitude, that's he's always going to be in, in wicked conditioning. Uh, I read a lot of the comments. As you said earlier, <laughs> don't read the comments, don't read the comments. And a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, he took a dive, uh, all of those sorts of things. You're, you're rolling your eyes yeah. back, back in your head. What do you, what do you say to, to those folks? Why would he take a dive and risk a win bonus? contract money sponsorships mm. why and and a legacy mm-hmm. why would he risk a legacy 
he's already a legend legend in the octagon now why would he risk his legacy mm-hmm. like what that to me that makes absolutely no sense and the people that are saying that are fickle mma fans mm. they're the ones that tune into only the big ones and then they watch for 10 seconds and then have their minds made up uh, you've learned a lot about cowboy over the past uh number of well, gosh how long has it been now S- well he's on and off for he, over he, here he trained with me in 2017 That's for right. here for six weeks while he was doing a movie here and then i went down to the ranch for three weeks and then i went back this year basically March 1st I've been there yeah because this is our fourth fight together <laughs> so I've learned a lot about him yeah what have you learned about yourself Ooh, I'm living in a dorm with a bunch of dudes <laughs> I'm more of a mother hen than I ever re- realized <laughs> I didn't realize like I didn't want kids um, but these guys are my kids and we're a big family on there so he flies all his coaches in to live in the dorms and we train together we have experiences together we eat together we are there like for his coach's availability is huge so he wants to you know we left for snowmobiling at 10 o'clock p.m one night because he wanted to be there for sunrise like so he wants um availability so we're you know what i learned about myself down there is um actually how much stronger i really am than i realized Mm. because um you know put a and i'm not using the female card here but put a female into a new group of guys Mm. you know um it's tough mm-hmm. because you a want to fit in and b you want to you know prove to these guys that you know what you're doing yeah but you know a coach there jafari who uh is the head coach there he goes you wouldn't be here if you didn't know what you're doing absolutely uh char let's take a break here i i know uh it was connor's um his training plan not connor i'm sorry uh cowboy's training plan is part of the mu- muscle and fitness mm-hmm. um article that is in the magazine yeah. and it's there for anybody to try for sure Let's talk about that when we come back. Shara Vijant is the strength and conditioning coach of Cowboy Cerrone. Of course, he was taking on Conor McGregor. That fight on Saturday night lasted 40 seconds. You can tell me all you want, that you were prepared, that you were ready, that he was good to go. Everyone wants to know what happened. Well, with the first shoulder bump or shoulder strike, he broke his nose. Mm. So when he broke his nose... Um, Cowboy couldn't see. When he moved back, that's when Connor was able to land the head kick. Um, and, yeah, when your face is broken, um, it's a whole different story. So anybody that says that they could push forward after yeah. having your face broken, yeah. Let's get in there and see how that works. That nose is broken, has been broken of, uh, yeah, like 20 times. Yes. Yes. He's, he, it's part of the game, though. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened. Yes. Yeah. It's, I mean, I can't speak to what Cowboy felt in there. I can't speak to what he thinks went wrong. Um, we always do an evaluation a week after the fight, so we'll wait to see what he says happened. Um, but I can't speak to how he felt in there, right? Just what you saw. Just what I saw. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, your uh, there was a training plan, plan uh, put in Muscle and Fitness, a part of that uh, article. And and I looked at it, and I'm going, oh, that looks familiar. <laughs> Parts of it look familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you have always been a trainer um, that's been about very, you know, functional movement, about, uh, about getting yeah. your body movement, not doing crazy-ass things, whatever it is, but yeah. stuff that... Um, everyday people can do as well exactly so like building foundations yeah so we use the five pillars and the the, the plan in muscle fitness is w- at very beginning of the camp where we're building a foundation for him getting him back into lifting whole body movement um whole body workouts train two to two to three times a day uh two to three times a week um just just something where he's not it's going to build him up not yeah. crush him because yeah. he's got other you know disciplines to train yeah. striking grappling so 
strength and conditioning is supposed to build you up, not break you down. It's supposed to make you bulletproof and injury-proof for the other disciplines. Mm. What's ne- What's next? For him? For you, for him? Um, well, me, I'm going to sleep for the next two weeks. <laughs> eh? uh, he, he's going to heal up, and I'm pretty sure I'll be home for... Well, he texted me last night and said he wants to go on a holiday, so maybe Turks and Caicos next week yeah. or February. Um, i got to tell my clients that, by the way. Um, <laughs> you heard it here. I, like, I just got back. Um, and he'll heal up, and he'll come back, as he always does, because he's not done, and um, he loves fighting, so he loves it all. So he'll be back. I don't know why everyone thinks this is it. He he. he he'll be back. Sure, it's uh, been it's been a fascinating um, ride. It's it's been amazing to watch you grow into this over the past number of years that we've known each other, and uh, we're so incredibly proud of you and mm-hmm. um, and and what you're doing and the flag that you're waving. And keep up the good work. Sorry that it ended that way. It was crap. We were all cheering you're you make on. Me cry. <laughs> no, no, hey, Mike, you made me cry many many times, many many tri- many many times. Um, but uh, continued uh, best of luck in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much for the support.